how do you make a radio ad for an 8K TV that conveys the feeling of 33 million pixels with over a billion shades of color hitting your eyeballs? This is the best we can do. Samsung Neo QLED 8K. Unreasonably good. God damn, how many fucking times do I gotta tell you to start the fucking show? You're Wait. just pissed. You're just pissed because I, I said that you're not caring about watching SummerSlam with John Cena because I know you, you know, you loved him at one time. Now you don't. I never loved John Cena. I used to like watching WWE, but I realized that there's better, more adult enter, uh, entertaining alternatives out there like AEW. Um, ah which they basically just blew their load last night with the return of CM Punk, which is nice. Um, Does does Vince McMahon own AEW? I just want to ask that question, then he can get to your topic. No, you fucking retard. Vince McMahon does not own... No, and and it's so funny, because like anyone who doesn't watch wrestling or knows nothing about wrestling like yourself, you all ask that type of question. Does your Vince McMahon own it all? No, he doesn't own it all. He owns he owns WWE. Just just be careful because if if you keep calling me a retard like that, I might be resorted to um playing um for more info, please visit RevenantRedRadio.com. Yes. For a little behind-the-scenes peek for everyone, I told Mike that he was going to stop playing that fucking little rap. I'm sick of it. I hate it. I will not accept it on my show. You can play it at the end of the show. Everyone knows where they can find their bullshit info. It's at RevenantRedRadio.com. Well, don't worry. Aaron, Rob, and... uh I think Aaron and Rob are the only other ones. Oh, and uh, Normal Cody. Um, you guys are still going to have to deal with the for more info at rabbitandredradio.com because yeah. um, I'm putting it on your guys' shows just because that's just how it is, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm big-time boss, man, and I fucking say how it goes. Anyway, on to my cold open. Yes, cold so open. Mike, so, Mike, Yeah. as you know and uh, as our audience knows, yeah. You got any more up in you? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh wow, I do have gas or some shit. Oh. As all of us knows by this point, yeah. I in fact have a GoFundMe. Go figure. <laughs> it's been scrolling on our episodes. It's been promoted on RabbitAndRedRadio.com and most of the shows that airs on the network. So, in my private time, every once in a while, oh, there it is. Hey, there it is! <laughs> yeah. Anyway, strikes again, bitch. So anyway, on my private time, I occasionally will have private conversations with a couple of my friends, a couple of my acquaintances, people that don't necessarily pay attention to my posts on Facebook, people that damn sure don't pay attention to the show. Mm. And uh, sometimes I'll message them and ask them to maybe share my GoFundMe. Well... Uh, this past week, I decided I saw one of my big tittied uh, business partners on uh, on Facebook online. So I decided to message her. Now, keep in mind, me and this girl aren't that very close. We're just barely friends enough to get business done. I put my pee pee in her mouth, and she gets some money afterwards. You only put it in her. You only put it in her mouth, though. Not yeah, only in her mouth because I don't really trust that bitch. So whatever. Uh... 
Yeah, but it's okay. I I unleash the kraken in in her mouth, and uh, I'll, I'll ask you a question when when we get to the normal show portion. I have okay. a question, but I'll ask it on the normal show. Anyway, yeah. I messaged this girl. We're talking for a couple of minutes, and of course, the first thing she says is, "Do you want to see me?" Mm-hmm. And, and I told her, I was like, "No, I can't this time." You know, actually, this is about something different. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ask her, you know, I tell her, like, you know, I've, I've, I've kind of fallen on some bad times, which is legit. Uh, it's not a bullshit story. Uh, if I haven't talked about this before on the show, I recently had to purchase a new hot water tank, which was close to $700. Um, and that's huge for someone like me who can't work. Um, anyway, so I told her about that, and then I had asked her if she would, uh, if she would share my GoFundMe, because honestly, she's got about 2,000 people on her friends list, and they just fall all over her when she posts. You know, so I thought, like, hey, it'd be a good idea to ask someone like that who has a lot of people on her friends list to share my GoFundMe. So I asked her if she would share me GoFund- my GoFundMe. And, uh, <laughs> share me GoFundMe. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, is, this, this is going better than the first time we uh, we tried this. Um, well, I'm sorry, God. I, I asked her to share my GoFundMe. <laughs> no, but I, I asked her to share my page. Who wouldn't you know it? The protocol lays at the end of my GoFundMe. I'm gonna get um, you in a fucking leprechaun costume. We're gonna do that. Only fucking buying you one. I'm buying you one. <laughs> Would you know that I'd like me a pot of gold? You're gonna be fucking Warwick Davis, motherfucker. Oh my god. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I, can't the fucking, I can't understand the fucking thing you're saying because <laughs> Anyway, let me finish my coat open so we can start the show. Go ahead. Oh, okay. God, God. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm fine. I, 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 <laughs> I coughed and I hit the fucking camera button to mute it. Well, at least you didn't accidentally take yourself out of the studio. <laughs> yeah. That was next, probably. Well, anyway, yeah. I, I asked her to share my GoFundMe. And wouldn't you know it, she le- she leaves me on red. That's it. She The conversation was over. She didn't uh, she didn't call, message me back or anything. I asked her to share my GoFundMe, and I just got ignored after that. And, you know, at the end of the day, I guess, what can you expect from a fucking hooker, right? That's right. Well, that's all I wanted to say for today's cold open. Start the show, Mike. Start the show, Cody. Crippled. Start the show, Mike. (laughs) Tales from the Crips contains topics, themes, and dialogue that may be of a frank and sensitive nature to some listeners and or viewers. Discretion is advised.
Yeah. Um, but my question is now, you said you only put your pee-pee in her, in her pie hole. You don't oh, put it. Mouth. Yeah, in her mouth. Yeah, in the pie hole. That's what the mouth is, the pie hole. Now, my question to you is, because you don't trust her to, like, put it down in the vajayjay. So, but why don't you just wrap it or have her wrap it and it's put not it in the vajayjay? It's no? not worth it. No, it's not worth it for one. And for two, it would cost me a lot more money from her. And for three, I'm just not a fan of intercourse in general. Oh, that, oh yes, yes, yes. You and I understand now. So you get more pleasure out of... Mm -hmm. Do they actually mm -hmm. gag like that on you? Do you enjoy that too? Like, do you yeah. tell them to like, you know... Do you tell them to fucking... Do you like like talk to them during it and be like, take it deep, bitch, take it deep? Um, I'm not a big fan of intentional gagging noises, but it also doesn't bother me. Does that make any sense? Like, I don't like anything fake. Um, right. just, just do it. You know, I do like it to be completely silent in my room when I'm getting a blowjob. Like some women like music playing in the background. That shit distracts me. Mm -hmm. um, and I always tell them, like, I'll do it if you want, bitch, but, like, I'm going to be more turned on just hearing your, your noi the noises of you sucking this dick. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. <clears throat> um, so. But, uh, no, I, 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 I do like it when girls deep throat for me, but if they can't, they can't, you know? It's, it's not that big of a deal. As long as they can <clears throat> get me off before they're done, that's all that matters. Now, would they, now like, like, let's say they can do the deep throat. Would that get a bonus? No, not a financial bonus. It just means I'd rather, I'd probably prefer doing business with them over another girl who can't deep throat. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course. So you've, had, you, you've had both extremes. Yeah. Like, ah. for an example, I know one girl who can deep throat and give a blowjob like it's a fucking porn scene. That's actually the girl that wouldn't share my GoFundMe. Um, That's horrible. But she, but she hates balls. You know, she doesn't like, because I can't manscape, and I'm not about to have any of my nurses shave my nuts, so I've got hair down there. Oh, well. Mm -hmm. um, and she doesn't <clears> like that. Now, another girl that I do it with, she uh, cannot deep through, but she is amazing with balls. So, and, and I'm a Scorpio. My, one of my biggest hot spots is my nutsack, and so that's it's actually a plus when a girl will lick and suck and kiss on my nutsack. So, um, I, it, you know, it's like, hey, it's like, what would I prefer this week? You know what I mean? Like, mm. would I prefer to get my balls played with, or would I prefer to get my dick deep throated? So it's just, you know, it, it, it's like, which what one of them has <laughs> flaws on, the other one has qualities on, and vice versa. You know. So you have a variety, but, basically. Yes, but I do want to tell you, speaking of getting a blowjob, that mm -hmm. one picture in the intro where I'm trying to get the cookies up on the table. Yes. That, my face in that picture, that's exactly what my face is when I'm getting my dick sucked. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, it's sort of like... <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then hold on a minute, hold on a minute. So, the, and then... Like the happy ending or your happy ending face is the face that you had when you got the cookies on the table and they were open and you were enjoying your reward. Mm -hmm. Right? That's yeah, I, I, just, I just don't get my face near their face after uh, the finish because, you know, 
<laughs> okay, let's let's say for the sake of argument that one of them decided to just all of a sudden kiss you afterwards. <laughs> what would you do? Like, like, let's say they just all of a sudden grabbed your fucking head and planted I, one on you. I mean, I don't think I'd be that mad. It just wouldn't be my preference, you know? Would you be like, wow, I taste like that? Sure, Mike. If that's what you, sure, Mike. If that's what you want to believe. What's I mean, I, I that noise. It's a, it's a snort or nasal suck. That's usually what we refer to those as. Mm. Yeah. Why isn't our names up on the, the screen? Um, I think it's because your GoFundMe is there. Okay, we'll get that off of there. People know my link. Okay. You know my link? There it goes. Our names are bad. Just in case you didn't know who the fuck we are. <laughs> so anyway, big old Michael J, tech guy, bitch mm -hmm. boy, as I like to call you. Mm -hmm. I got a bone to pick with you, motherfucker. Yeah, inclusion, not exclusion. Thank you, uh, Mr. Uh, Director of Operations, for that. Speaking Let's of inclusion. it five more times. <clears throat> Speaking of inclusion, yeah. Mike, I would like to ask you why you do not include a, such an amazing streaming ser service such as Screenbox into your heart. Last um, week, last week on, on Tales from the Crypts, when we had yeah. Rob with us, I was telling Rob about how good Screenbox truly is. Of course, not on the same level as uh, Shutter. <clears throat> that is, of course, the be all end all of horror streaming services, mm -hmm. but I do believe that Screenbox has a place in the streaming industry. And now that they are now, they've been acquired by, uh, how do you say their name? Is it Cynodem? Cynodem? Cynodem. It's Cynodem. I'm pretty sure that's how it is. It's I it's mean, C I N. Is it E D I G M? Is that no, it's, it's it's C I N E. D-I-G-M. Yeah, which kind of looks like synodigum, but it's just yeah, synodigum. I think the G is silent. Okay, just synodim. So, <clears throat> yeah. synodim uh, mm -hmm. acquired Shutter, uh, acquired Screenbox back in, I think, February, March, something like that, maybe April. Um, and they had said that somewhere around the end of summer or so that they were going to start adding new content. Well, they are, they're now adding new content. And, um, I, and my point is, is like, Yes, Shudder has higher um, higher production value in their movies that they release and produce and uh, and acquire, um, but that doesn't mean that there's not some good hidden gems in uh, some of these shoestring budget movies. You know, uh, what do you? What's so funny? What's so? I just, I just had a thought. Okay, what's your thought? Then, then all of a sudden, like, baby, what happens if I like start? Like laughing or choking, and then I'll like vomit all over myself. <laughs> I don't know, Mike. What if? I don't know. Continue. Go okay, ahead. thanks. As I was saying, Spring Boss, good. I think it's around five bucks a month. It's yeah, decent. Shutter is the same price. No, no, no. Uh, Shutter, uh, from well, unless you're grandfathered into a different plan. 
Well, uh, my uh, subscription's like almost seven bucks a month, which I'm not complaining. I I would pay, I would probably pay twelve, thirteen dollars a month for Shutter if they kept up with the good quality that they've been keeping up with. Uh, I think Shutter's a steal. Seven bucks a month for shit. I don't even know how many movies that they uh, put onto their service a month. Uh, I, I think it's around a dozen, if, if not even a little bit more. Yeah, but, sometimes um, more. I think. Yeah, sometimes, but they, they, they get exclusives. They have Shutter Originals. Uh, they seem to have at least one a Shutter Original every month now. For a while there, I would say 2017, 2018, around there, you'd only get a Shutter Original once every maybe three months or something like that. But again, the the service is very young. Uh, but now we get Shutter Originals uh, at least one or maybe two a month, and that's amazing to me. Right. You know, because again, those those are original movies. Um, that's financed, produced, whatever by Shutter. And just like I was telling my uh, my buddy Brian, who will be a guest on the on the show here in the very near future, um, mm-hmm. that the movies that we talk about mm-hmm. now from our childhood that are cult that are cult classics, like the movies that are coming out today on Shutter, will be the cult classics in, you know, 15 years from now that we'll all be talking about, you know, and a lot of them will be Shudder movies. So, you know, Shudder is, as long as I hope they stay in business and I hope they continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And what was it, maybe not even six months ago, they announced that they had over a million subscribers, which that's huge for a niche uh, service like them. Um, Just keep, just keep pushing screen boxes. You'll keep Shudder in business. (laughs) I don't think, because because I I I have both, you know. I never picked one or the other. I wanted both because they're both different. The, a lot of the <laughs> movies that you would see on Shutter, you wouldn't see on Screenbox, and the same thing. You know, a lot of the movies on Screenbox, which there are some good movies on Screenbox, you don't see on Shutter. So mm-hmm. I think it's worth it to have both of them. But um, you know, Screenbox is just as if. You know, when we were younger, when we you would go into a Walmart and you'd go up to the five dollar bin, and they'd have a bunch of, you know, five to seven dollar uh, horror movies that you ain't never heard of before. Like, mm-hmm. remember when you used to do that? You would pick some. Yeah. And, and I would some go them, there. I would spend forty bucks a pop. I'd buy them, and then I'd bring them home, and I would not watch them. Anyway, I would go there. Spend around the same amount, buy some, bring them home, watch all of them, and maybe like two or three of them out of each, you know, dozen of or so that I buy. Um, my point is, is this: there's hidden gems on Screenbox, and as long as Cinedim uh, holds their end of the, the deal uh, for adding new content every other week, or I, I don't know what it's going to be uh, every week, every other week, as long as we get new content every month to justify the five dollars a month. But see, here's the thing. You also have a free service called Tubi. And Tubi seems to also have decent content. So the way that I see it, Screenbox has some hefty competition. And I don't know if they're going to be able to keep up with that. Well, that is a good point. Um, The only counterpoint that I'll make back to you is, and this is, again, this is if Cinedem... uh, puts content regularly on Screenbox because there for a while before they ran into financial troubles, they mm-hmm. were uh, putting two new additions to their service every week. That's oh, wow. so what is that? Two, four, six, like eight, eight yeah. titles a month. 
that's yeah. that's worth the five dollars a month. And again, you can't all you can't always sit there and say that the movies are good, uh, but they're they're at least fun sometimes to watch. Um, but my so my point is, these free services such as Tubi. I think there's another one on Roku called Frightplex. Um, and that's a very popular, Frightplex. Uh, it's called Frightplex, I believe, uh, or no, it, or maybe it's called Fright Picks. It's Fright something. It's either Plex or Picks. I'm thinking it's Fright Picks. But, um, my point is, is a lot of these streaming services, uh, you, you know, on a monthly basis, they'll just have a content dump and mm-hmm. you might get lucky in that it's, it's, it, you know, there's a couple of titles in the horror genre or not. My point is, is this, is they... Tubi and all these other, like Plex and some of these other free streaming services like Crackle or any of that, they don't uh, update regularly with that, that that niche content. Right. But with that being said, I just watched uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark on Tubi today. So what what kind of fucking hypocrite am I being right now? So I have but, the 4K UHD disc. Okay. Well, just for the record, <clears> I thought <throat> it was trash. So I didn't watch it yet. I just have it what, sitting up. What there. Kind of, who are you? Like, are you a fan of horror movies, or are you just a poser? I enjoy them. I just, you know, I was just watching part of the Thirteenth Part Four is on Retroplex. Oh my god! Oh my god! Who hasn't seen the Friday Thirteenth movies? Watch something that's a little bit more obscure, Mike. Um. Yeah, but I, I like to sometimes watch it on TV because it makes me feel like people are watching it with me. Dude, you're a faggot. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even afraid to say it. You're a fag. You're a fag boy. You like to you like to imagine sucking the cock while you're watching those movies too, fag boy. Yeah. Well, um, that's what I was gonna. Oh, that's something else I wanted to ask you too, and I can't remember. Um, shit, how that went. Now it'll come to me. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, when's the last, wait, when's the last time you even watched anything on Shutter? Uh, you still have Shutter, right? I do. When's the last time you um, watched anything on it? Uh, the season premiere of uh, Last Drive-In. Oh, okay, I'll accept that. Wait, the season premiere? Yeah, season not premiere. The season, not the season finale? The season I, premiere? I didn't watch anything else after the season premiere. I, I want a different co-host. I have to go back and well, this isn't a horror show. That's what Rob is for. Rob's got to catch That's up, right. and I don't think I, don't I think can't Rob's, wait. You know. I I can't wait to do the show that I actually want to do with a respectable co-host. All right, and I, that, ladies and gentlemen, that'll be coming to you very very soon, and hopefully I can phase myself out of this piece of shit show uh, slowly as I creep into what I really no, want to do on the podcast. We are doing that video with like we're doing that on video like this one, right? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah, because that's I think Rob's okay with that. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of can have the all I can have the aside, clips and put them in live. Yeah. All jokes aside, I want. Uh, well, I, we're still not sure what it's going to be called yet, but the show that me and Rob are going to start doing, hopefully by the end of September, um, we, it's going to be very similar looking to this. It's just we're not just we're not going to bullshit about random things the whole episode. We're going to be talking a little bit about horror movies. We might have a little wrestling talk. We might have a little current entertainment media uh, talk. We don't we don't know quite yet, but uh, it's definitely going to be way more entertaining than this piece of shit show. Oh, and speaking mm. of the devil, Rob is in the house. Ah, 
Get his comment up there. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, what's up, Rob? The better co-host. Just sitting here with the B-plus player, Mike Sankovich. Oh, or we should call him maybe Mike Sankovich. Yeah, there we go. See, that's what you're doing. Yeah, I see what you're doing. That's there. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next episode. Next, next episode. Next episode. You're... Rob, do you want to come on? I know you want to talk about CM Punk. Do you want to fucking come on to the show and, and take over the show for a couple of minutes? Me and Mike ain't got a guest. We don't have a guest. We and you might as well talk about wrestling for a couple of minutes before me and Mike get into the two subjects that we have for tonight's episode. You want to do more that, than Rob? Two. We got more than two. Got more than two. I thought we did. Oh, I mean, because well. I th- I think the two that we have might lead into other things. All right, he Rob's topless, so <clears> that <throat> sounds good to me. Get you, you keep your shirt <clears throat> off. Keep make sure your nipples are in the camera, and let's get, get in here. I gotta send send the link. Send him the link so he can get on in here. Um. Oh, that's what I can ask you about now. Before I forget, where the hell is it? Go right on ahead. Ask me. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting very loud. I don't know how that's happening. God, sometimes I hurt my neck doing this stupid shit. Yeah, that is very. Oh, you have Roku, right? I ain't doing this shit on the Cody and Rob whatever the fuck show. (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna be a very you, have, you do have Roku. You it's gonna be a very Roku, chill though. motherfucking show. Yes, Mike, I do have a Roku. Duh. Yeah, I know. Um, you should uh, check out if you haven't already. B movie TV. What? What is it? It's called B movie TV. I think I already have that in my channel list. I'll have because, to reach out. Because, you know, our buddy Aaron, who, who is the, <clears throat> the host of The Call, he has a show on there on Sunday nights. Oh, really? Yes. God, that wouldn't that be amazing if we got a show that was on, that was airing on an app on the Roku? Like, that would that would make my dick hard. I'm just gonna well, say. hopefully we can try to get some... Uh, we can try to get some, um, what do you call it, advertising on there. At least he was talking to me about that, but I haven't figured out um, an ad for the network as of yet. But I'm working on that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to have Father Mahoney coming in to the show real quick. I promise we won't try to take over the entire show with wrestling talk, but this is my show at the end of the day. And if I want to talk wrestling for a few minutes with my buddy, you best goddamn <laughs> believe I'm going to do that. So uh, <clears throat> me and afterwards, me and Mike will get back, back to the crippled talk. And the, uh, me and Mike will get back. Poor Bach. us. We're disabled. And uh, yeah, exactly. There's normal Cody. Mike hasn't figured it out yet. He has not figured out anything yet. He would be... He'd be done for without us, Cody. Where the He'd fuck be... am I? I'm, yeah, I'm, where exactly. Where I'm, the in the, I'm in the void. Exactly. There you are. Show's better without your fucking face on the show, honestly. There I am. Yeah. Well, here, when, 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 when Father comes on, I will. I'll fix it. Hold there on. he is. There, hold on. Wait. Wait. Yeah, okay. We I'm got here. the classic. Uh, Wait, we got the, the classic. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. Oh wait, I know what I'll do. Hold on, I got it. 
Oh, th th there it is. Mike's gone. It's our show now, Rob. Wait, do I have anybody with me? Father, are you with me? Yeah, I'm just trying to get my headphones on. Okay, take take your time, Dad. You my father. You my father from another father. Father oh. from another father. That's funny. No, <laughs> I, I will. Uh, I'll I'll let you guys do your little your little CM Punk shield pins. Um. And I'll uh, I'll I'll just I'll just observe so you guys can have some coherent talking and not hear me fucking giggling like a fucking okay. schoolgirl in the background. We can kind of consider this a little uh, preview for the Robin Cody whatever the fuck show, you know, whenever yes. you know. Yeah. And then consider that. We will return back to Tales from the Crypts here in just a while, but me and Rob are going to take over for a little bit. Anyone oh, got a problem with that? If anyone has a problem with that, you can just go check out my GoFundMe page and look at that. Look at that for more details. Rob, where'd you go? What? 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 What is going on? I'm all alone. They're gone. Did, Cody, are you seeing this? Is any, oh, there he is. God damn it. What the fuck is going on? Mike, stop fucking up. Wait, no, Rob, back. Hold on, Rob. Rob's gone. He's back. He reminds me of me. I I had I had to get I had to get the headset working. Well, that's all right because Mike accidentally kicked you both out of the fucking studio. <laughs> I didn't kick Rob out. I wouldn't do that to Father. Not at all. Would you do that to Father? I love him. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you better love Father. Father will punish you. Father. Father. Yes, yeah, so you do good. Father All right, I will, I'll let you guys get your respite yeah. on. I'll be back. Yeah, go wipe your mama's ass or something for a few minutes. Uh, she's, she's sleeping, hopefully, so okay. I can just sit here and enjoy. Okay. All right. Ladies All right. This is the pre-show to whatever the fuck our show is going to be called here in a couple of months. Rob, how you doing today? Good, and nipples are out, too. Awesome. Lower the camera a little bit. There you go. There they are. Oh my God! Those little saggy ass titties. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. I see. We're drawn by normal Cody too. Yeah, he's and, in and the. Uh, he's in the. Man, you know what? He's got a good point. He's always in the fucking. He's always listening to us, but we never invite him in into the show with us. The fuck, Cody? Do you want to come in with us? Do you know anything about wrestling? You probably don't, do you? You're too busy taking care of your twelve goddamn kids all the way from Texas to Georgia and and the Himalayas and all that shit. He's he's Hold on. Okay. More technical difficulties. I think our father is putting his shirt back on, unfortunately. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to show my new shirt. Oh, okay. All right, so here we go. Oh, nice. Yeah. Where did you get that from? I just looked on uh, uh, Google, and then I just Google searched, like, Jason shirts, and I came across this one. I was like, I have to have that one. That's awesome. I love it, yeah. actually. 
it, it's just a custom picture of Jason, and it, yeah. I like it. Hell yeah. All right. So anyway, Rob, we'll uh we won't take up the entire time of the episode to talk about this. But my God, you, did you watch Rampage last night? I did not, but I cut the uh, replay, so I was I, I had it on DVR. So oh, so you did watch it? You just didn't watch yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And and I was trying to avoid social media, so it wouldn't spoil it for me. Because I, you know, they always they were pointing the finger that CM Punk was going to show up. So I was like, if he does show up, and I go on social media, it's going to be ruined. So, yeah, exactly. So, um, for anyone that needs to be caught up on what we're talking about, uh, in in the world of professional wrestling, there was this uh wrestler named CM Punk. Oh, uh, what was it? Seven plus years ago? Was it 2013, 2014? Yeah, twenty fourteen. Yeah, early 2014, CM Punk um, walked out on the WWE, and I think they did they fire him on his wedding day or something like that, something disgusting like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, CM Punk is uh, how do I explain this? He's one of the most down to earth characters that you could potentially relate to as a regular human being. Um, he kind of came off as the voice for the voiceless. Uh, that's actually that's where I got the catchphrase for the voice of the voiceless of the crippled, you know, for this show. Actually, um, he walked away from the company because the WWE wasn't treating him right. He wasn't getting his mind right. He wasn't physically healthy, and so on and so forth. You can look up more about it if you want. Um, and then here comes along this uh, upstart company, AEW, ran by Tony Khan. Which I heard a rumor: Does Tony Khan have more money than Vince McMahon does? I heard that. I mean, he has to with bringing in talent like uh, CM Punk. And then there's the rumors of Daniel Bryan. And then there's more rumors of Bray Wyatt. So if he's going to be able to afford all these guys, he's going to have some money. Right. Um, So basically, AEW starts up in 2019, I believe it was. And ever since then, the internet wrestling community has been talking nonstop about, you know, we want CM Punk to come into AEW because it's the competition, basically the WWE. It's the alternative for sure. Competition, maybe someday. Uh, and then what was it just a couple of months ago? Then they finally started hinting at uh, CM Punk that, that he signed with the company. And yeah, oh, it was Darby. It was Darby. Darby Allen was dropping little, little subtle hints. Yeah, oh boy, did, did everyone just go fucking insane. And I'm not poking at it, like, I loved it. Like, last night, they had their show, CM Punk came out first, the crowd, I've been watching wrestling for over 20 years, I ain't never seen a crowd like that, never. No, I mean, people are crying, I, w- I was watching, and there was that couple of guys in the front row who were, like, literally crying, and yeah. that, that's how much of an impact that CM Punk is. And I, I almost equivalent this to the day then when Hulk Hogan turned heel the, as as a big day in wrestling. And this is a big day in wrestling. Yeah. Um, I don't think – and that's what me and one of my – because I had a couple of people over last night for the show because um, everyone was interested in it. And just like my friend and I said, um, this is the start of the tide turning, I think. You know, you're not going to immediately see – two, three million viewers for, for Dynamite next week. But I think that this is the beginning of, of Dynamite creeping up near WWE's levels of ratings and viewership numbers uh, slowly. Yeah. I, I think this is the, the beginning. And then 
you know, CM Punk, and then if they do bring in Daniel Bryan, um, and then if they do get Bray Wyatt, like, as they get more of these WWE guys, I I can't help but to think it's a good thing, because as long as they don't do what TNA did in the past, see, what TNA did in the past was they, um, they got these WWE guys, and then they immediately shot them to the main event. Yeah. Leaving, leaving TNA's homegrown talent to be in the mid card. Yeah, you, I remember I remember I remember that. You don't do that. Do no. not do that. Now, they got away with it with John Moxley, but that's because him as Dean Ambrose back in WWE never had a chance. You know, the Shield uh gimmick was great. They shot yeah. that to the moon, but I I think they blew their load on that a little too quick. And uh you know what I mean? It 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 when it ran out of fuel, uh, that was it. It was done. Yeah. Uh, and and then what did what what became of Dean Ambrose that was memorable after that? Not much. No, remember that whole gimmick where he was like infatuated with uh, Nia Jackson. I was like, what the fuck are they doing with him? Yeah, or remember the small time period where he was coming out with the Bane mask because he he said the crowd was toxic. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it was and I the memes that I seen around that time when he would come out with that Bane mask on that it was just so fucking stupid. I I don't watch WWE anymore. I think I said that a few minutes ago, but um Well, did you see what um WWE countered with yesterday? No. What I seen something about Edge making a reference to the Brood. No, every, the Ed, Edge uh the music to the Brood played and Edge appeared like crazed, like the old uh, brood days, and gave uh, Seth Rollins a bloodbath. Oh wow! The yeah, old... so like, yeah, the old bloodbath uh, gimmick, and it it played off great because Seth Rollins actually did play into it so good, and like uh, the whole gimmick worked. But I think they knew about CM Punk appearing, and they knew they had to do something kind of big, so they brought the. Uh, the evilness back out of Edge, the, uh, and I, I, I love the. If you uh, have time, go check it out. It's, it was a great uh, segment. Oh, maybe I'll YouTube it because I, I stopped recording Raw and yeah. Smack. Like I said, right now I just pay attention to NXT and AEW. And speaking of NXT, there's all kinds of rumors and and flat out uh, confirmed uh, stories about how they're changing NXT. And it's like whatever. Like if they change that too much. I'm done with that show as well. Yeah, I mean, NXT was where they were developing such great talent. But the problem is, every time they try to graduate them to the bigger – look what happened Keith Lee. I mean, yeah. they graduate – they, they gave him, what, a couple of great matches in, in the WWE, and now he he's losing all the time. It's like, what what the fuck? It's like, and look what they did to Karrion Cross when he was a monster in yeah. NXT. And then he, he goes up to the main roster, makes his Monday Night Raw debut, and loses in, what, a minute and a half to Jeff Hardy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I was Because that was the week that I decided to tune back. Because I did. I tuned back into WWE for one week when the crowd came back. Because I thought, okay, if they're going to ever take an opportunity to try to bring back people in to watch it again, it would be this week. They didn't do shit. No. And then, you know, and then, and then the couple comes out the week after that they fired Bray Wyatt. That was the only reason, that was the only thing I was interested in, is what they were going to continue to do with Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And then uh, D, uh, Damian Priest, too, he's like a basically like a mid-card right, right now. 
Yeah. He was fucking being the chaperone for uh, Bitch Bunny or whatever the fuck that rapper is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad Bunny or, yeah, Bad Bunny. That's it. Yeah, Bad Bunny. Bunny, Whatever, whatever. We'll just just call him Bitch Bunny. Yeah, Bitch Bunny. Um, And, you know, I get it. You got to have some celebs in, in in your show from time to time. It's, I, whatever. Like, I just think WWE just makes it such a joke that it's it's unbelievable, man. Like I don't yeah. know how to describe it, but uh, you know, and again, AEW they're not perfect. They have a long ways to go to before they have the production value of what like NXT or Raw or SmackDown has. But um, they're getting there with the storytelling, the long term storytelling, the character yeah. development, the match quality. The only thing bad I can say about the match quality is all the false finishes. And the referees are pretty incompetent uh, yeah. in AEW. You got to change that. The referees let shit go way too much. If they're going to go that route, they might as well just make all the matches no no rules, like yeah. no discrimination. If that's the case, you know. But well, um, I, I really hope that they um, take advantage of one of their raw raw talents that they got from the WWE is uh, Malachi Black. I. I am a huge fan of Malachi Black, and man, this guy should be a world champion. Yeah, I really hope so too. Um, I just like one of my friends was saying, I'm not real real big fan of the Malachi name. Like maybe, no. maybe if anything, maybe they should have just dropped the Black name. You know, maybe just called him Malachi. But then again, there was already a character in WWE called Malachi, so yeah. I don't know. Um, it is what it is. I'm sure it'll grow on us. You know, years ago when Brian Danielson went to NXT and they, he was called Daniel Bryan, at that time everyone was all like, well, I don't know if I could ever refer to him as Daniel Bryan. And now and now these days you, you automatically just call him Daniel Bryan. And that'll yeah. have to be a shift back to Brian Danielson slowly over time as he develops his own character in AEW. Yeah. Because um, obviously Vince probably owns the name Daniel Bryan, so yeah, obviously. Uh, but that's okay, you know. The indie darlings, uh, independent fans, independent wrestling fans are the ones that watch AEW, and so everyone's going to be fine with him being called Brian Danielson again. Um, how about all the how about all the shots that CM Punk was taking at WWE? That was great. You know, I thought it was tasteful enough. Like it, it was, it was good. Uh, yeah. I don't think went over the top with uh, no it, it it didn't the ice cream bars was the was the icing on the cake i think i seen a picture of people standing in line for the ice cream bars and they all really did get their ice cream bars yep yep um and with, with another thing about uh aew that makes me a little concerned is uh it came out recently that um crossing the streams with cody and rob Rob, I like that name. I'm just that actually, that actually is good. Can I be? Can I be Dave Aykroyd? Yeah, I mean, uh, and I'll just. <laughs> I I sometimes have the uh, 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 the sense of humor of uh, Bill Murray's character to a certain extent, I guess. But uh, shit, maybe that's what the the name of our fucking show should be. Cross. I like that. With Cody it, and Rob. Did Mike come up with that? He had to have because I didn't say it. Yeah, Mike. Crossing Mike, you did something great for once. 
Yeah, maybe we'll just change it to Rob and Cody, crossing the streams with Rob and Cody, because I don't know, for some reason, your name coming first uh, kind of sounds a little bit better off the tongue than Cody and Rob. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that one out. But crossing the streams, I, I kind of like that kind of makes sense with how our show is going to be. Yeah. So, yeah, shit. Maybe maybe we just. Yeah, because we're, we're crossing like different uh, like topics. So crossing the streams does kind of go with it. Yeah, and if we ever need to pander to a certain audience, we could just claim to be LGBTQ plus uh, friendly because, you know, crossing the streams, we could just say that we piss on each other. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, crossing the streams with Rob and Cody or Cody and Rob. Well, fuck, that that might be our name, our show name. I don't know. Pissing on Rob and Cody, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um. The one of the things about AEW that also makes me a little nervous um, is the fact that, and they, I think it's come out and almost kind of been confirmed that uh, some of these wrestlers have creative control over their characters. Yeah, that's yeah. that's never a good thing at the end of the day because if they want to go in a direction that the company doesn't want them to go in, then guess what? We just don't get any more character arc. You know, uh, I don't know, man. Um, I, I don't know what to say about it. Like, it's a little scary because, you know, if, if you remember, that's what WCW did. Yep. They, they let Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, and all the big names have creative control over their character. And then you just had these big guys at the top for the in the company for, what, seven, eight years? And there was no fresh talents getting a push. Well, I what, don't want to... What do you think about what uh, Vince Russo did that one day with uh, Jeff Jarrett and Hogan? You know, it's funny. That's actually one of my favorite WCW pay-per-views. That pay-per-view has just, it just feels off the chain and, and completely unhinged. And that wedding cake match that they had before it, where like that guy stripped down almost naked and jumped in the cake, like, WCW was, I think, kind of fun around that time it, period. It was, it, was, it, was it was fun. It was fun. He said, Hulk Hogan, you bald-headed son of a bitch, kiss my ass. That's what he said. Yeah. And that match with Jarrett and uh, was it Booker T? That was that was that was ball uh, that was balls to the wall. Yeah, it, 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 doing away with the uh, the antics of that pay per view for a second. That you're right. That was an incredible main event. Yeah. And, and Booker T deserved it so much. You know, he yeah. and he got it. Uh, that was, I thought that was an incredible match at the end. And I thought the pay-per-view was kind of awesome, you know. And yeah. Crossing the streams with Robin Cody, the LGBTQ special edition. Yeah, we could have an episode like that one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> and see, crossing the streams with Robin Cody, that is a perfect fucking name. I, I love it so goddamn much. We're going to anyway, give Mike a thumbs up. Yeah, we're gonna. We might just let Mike on as a cameo appearance on one of our episodes for coming up with the name of our show. God damn, he can he can be the LBG uh, host. Yeah, he can be the um, L part because he's a fucking lesbian. <laughs> wait, okay, so wait, the L is for lesbian, G is for gay, B is for bi, T is for transsexual. What's Q? Queer. But isn't that the same as gay? I mean, I guess so, but... How many more fucking letters are they going to add to it? 
Wait, are you sure it's? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I was just guessing. <laughs> Mike, producer, search that for us real how about, quick. How about how about, how about Queef? Queef. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Q? Yeah, that starts with a Q. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mike, while we're talking wrestling over here, can you research that real quick, Mike? And what's what is the cue? It's it's it's, it's queer. It is queer. Yes. Wow. Lesbians, gays, bisexuals, transsexuals, and queers. But all queer. all bow to the queer like father. I, like, I, like like I dropped in with with Malvolio with the gate. I dropped in with you guys with the queer. So yeah. Anyway, they don't call me super producer for nothing. Enjoy your segment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Mike was funny for once. Wow. Yeah, and you know, and speaking of his reference, Rob, I watched your last show. Phenomenal. That was a great show. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and it was Mike's right. It was pretty funny when he dropped in, and because he had that shit-eating grin on his face. Oh. <laughs> The game. <laughs> that's that's basically. Yeah, that was Mike. I just wanted to drop in and uh, steal Rob's thunder. <laughs> that's. <laughs> At least he didn't have a coffee pit for twelve minutes. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not allowed on Father Mahoney's House of Horrors. <laughs> Dude, one of these days we should come up with a spinoff late night show, Rob Father Father Mahoney's House of Horrors, and then we'll uh. We'll we'll review porn movies and we'll have we'll try to get porn actresses on our show. <laughs> and no, we need to stick with uh, crossing the streams first. Um, but no, before we move on from this, I it it is odd to me that the word queer is in that statement because that sounds derogatory. It, it, to me, and maybe I'm wrong well, about. It. Well, I mean, they do have the uh, that show. Queer eye for the straight guy, is it called? Oh, so That's it's a, it's kind of how is is it kind of how like how the blacks started saying the word nigga? Like, hey, we took that back. We took the word back, right? Is it? Me I mean, I, I I suppose. I I mean, I'm 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 not brushed up on my LGBTQ uh, trivia, so yeah, I have some friends uh, who are legit friends uh, who I'm gonna ask actually here in a couple of days uh, about that whole thing. Um, anyway, we really got off track here. Yeah, uh, we did. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, what was I saying? The, uh, it, it's concerning to me what AEW is going to do with, uh, giving some of the higher ups talent, uh, creative control. Like, you know, CM Punk's going to have creative control. You, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you know, um, some of these others, like maybe Daniel Bryan, he might have creative control. Uh, I think and, I think Sting has creative control already. Right, but I'll tell you this: I respect Sting so far in AEW because he has not gone to the forefront of anything. He is just there to enhance Darby mm -hmm. Allen, and that's amazing. I love Darby yeah. Allen. I almost I, had. Go I got. I mean, I got goosebumps yesterday when I saw them both in the Raptors. I was like, like that was great. Yeah, I I almost got to meet Darby Allen a couple of years ago. Um, they do this show uh, some uh, close to where I live. Uh, it's called Wrestling Under the Stars. Uh, they do it at the the Eastwood Mall here in Ohio, and uh, they on every year they have some names. You know, like they've had the Hardy Boys before. They've had yeah. Rey Mysterio before. Uh, they had Pentagon Junior there. Uh, what this before AEW started at all. 
I got to see a main event between Rey Mysterio and Pentagon Jr., and that match was fucking awesome. Yeah. And I didn't even know who Pentagon Jr. was at the time. Yeah, isn't he another luchador? Yeah. He's got a um a, ta- a brother, I think they're brothers in real life, uh Ray Phoenix. Um, and together they're known as the Lucha Bros. You know this because you watch it, yeah. right? Oh, by I, the way, I, I've been catching it more, but I'm I think it's because all the names that they're getting from the WWE that should not have been let go, but yeah, because like 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 Malachi Black, I I I, I loved his character in WWE, and they so mismanaged his his uh, promo as they call promotion to the WWE because you, in uh, NXT he was fantastic. You you don't have Peacock, do you? Yeah, I do. Oh, you do. So you could you could watch the WWE Network content if you wanted. Yeah. You uh, if you think about this, go find. Um, I know it was Ricochet's final match. It was a tag team match at an NXT Takeover in 2018. It was the uh, the War Raiders because I'm not going to call them the Viking Raiders. It's the War Raiders versus Alistair Black and Ricochet. Um, it was I think Ricochet's final match, and it might have been Alistair Black's final match in NXT as well. But the match was amazing. The crowd was popping like crazy. There were so yeah. many high spots in the match. I promise you, go back and watch that match. I think it was from 2018. I think you can find it in the Ricochet um, uh, 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 compilation. They made like a Ricochet compilation that's got to still be on there. Um, so, yeah, go check that out. But uh, back to AEW. Oh, did you have something to say? No, I was just going to say, but I, I really feel bad for Triple H and all this because – Triple H uh, had a great idea with NXT, and Vince basically shits all over it every time he can. Right. And they they bring up these these characters that uh oh my god like I I got excited in wrestling again when NXT was at its peak, and that, but I feel bad every time that these guys get the promotion. I know they're gonna get shit on. They're gonna be mid card players. They're gonna. I'm surprised that one of them hasn't been joined the clown yet. Right. And that's what I always tell my one buddy, like, well, as soon as they get called up from NXT, you know they're done for. Yep. I mean, I would say guys like uh, Fandango and Tyler Breeze did get a bit of a break, but that's because their character was able to be adapted and molded enough that would fit to the characteristics of what WWE will want them to be, but without changing them entirely to make them lose out. So I, I actually enjoyed the fashion police gimmick that they were doing on SmackDown. Yeah, there. I did. I did too. I thought that shit was great. Honestly, some of the things that WWE does is a hit and sometimes it's a miss. Um, in the early days of the 24 seven title, when they just about a year or so ago, I, yeah. some of that, some of that, I still laugh about when I think about, especially when they were doing the whole Drake Maverick trying to consummate his marriage with his wife, <laughs> they yeah. had a bacon in his bed. Like some of that reminded me of early two thousands with the hardcore title and that twenty four seven rule. But, uh, but the whole R truth thing is getting ridiculous now. What's he held the title like forty seven times now? It's, I don't even know. It's Are crazy. Because I, I stopped watching it a couple of months ago. Are they still doing the uh, with the whole thing with the wrestlers chasing each other around? Yeah, but it's uh, it's it's not as constant anymore. It look it's it's kind of like they're trying to write it off. But once in a while, you'll see like our truth in the back running for his life, and but it's not as much as it used to be. And, and but no, it's and I, 
And I got to tell you, I respect R-Truth. He, cause I he do, is, too. He's a great talent. He's great on the mic. He's great in the ring. And he's in good shape for his age. And did, you see, did you see that segment he did with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman? That, that was gold. When he was uh, trying, he was threatening Paul Hammond about he's he's gonna throw Paul Hammond out of the Royal Rumble, and I Paul Hammond's and Paul Hammond's like, uh, I'm not in the Rumble. When you get in the Rumble, you're gonna be facing Rock Lesnar, and then Archer's face just went from like all excited to like, oh shit. <laughs> I think I think I do remember that. That was some funny shit. My and fin- Brock Brock was actually laughing. That's the funniest part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, my favorite, um, my favorite R Truth time period was uh, in 2011. Was it when they tried to turn him heel with his current gimmick? Yeah. And he he started talking about Little Jimmy, and he was acting all like you know. And he started saying, "All oh, y'all, Little Jimmy's out in the crowd." That sh- some of that shit was good. Oh, he uh, when he's on the mic, he's gold. Yeah, he really is. It's just uh, you know. And another two, I would say the same about would be um, Miz and Morrison. I think them yeah. two are really, really great, talented people. It's just the bullshit booking and dialogue that the WWE yeah. feeds to them. That's the problem. Yeah, it's like not- right now, the, right now they have Miz. He's supposedly injured, and but he's not really injured. And I'm like, oh, come on, let let Miz get in the ring because Miz is such an un untapped talent. Yes. My, my uh, speaking of Miz, my favorite Miz moment is when he cashed in his money in the bank. What back in '09, I think it was on Randy yes. Orton, and yep. that's when he got that classic reaction from that girl in the in the crowd. Like that was the best Miz moment probably in his entire career. That's the one yep. everyone remembers. It was so yep. un. It was at that time, especially, it was unthought of that a, a mid carder like him could do that. Yep, I, I wish they would put the title on our truth. Honestly, yeah. TNA did it, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, they TNA, did. Uh, back when he was Ron Killings, I think it was, uh, in yep. TNA, he was treated with respect back then. Yep. Instead, they they just give him this 24-7 gimmick, which it's already outlasted its its original luster. Yeah. it's You know, it is what it is, man. I, I always tell people uh, – don't sit there and think that people like the Miz and John Morrison, they don't suck. They're, they're doing a great job with what they're dealing with. You know, you got to remember they're working for a company that uh, is, is wanting nothing but a over the top circus cartoon show. So yeah. it can only be so good in a show like that. So yeah. I, I, you know, I'm glad that I've been watching wrestling long enough to understand the difference between bad booking, bad storytelling, that's the company's fault, and just bad talent. You know, like what and, they like what like what they did with Kofi. That was great with giving him the title. Yeah. Uh, I, I Kofi's another guy that I mean he he has paid his dues. I would love to see a Morrison versus Kofi Iron Man match. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that, that I think that would be like lights out. Yeah, I think that'd be an amazing match. But again, uh, j- just like CM Punk said in that media scrum la- late last night, I don't know if you read the bullet points on that or saw it, but he said he's like the WWE doesn't have their finger on the pulse of what the fans want. If nope, they did, they if they did, they would have made bank off of the ice cream bar idea ten years yeah. ago. But they didn't. No, nope, so, they didn't. That's the point, man. Like, that's why there's an alternative. And that's why there's so many people dissing on WWE. And 
it's quite honestly embarrassing to even watch WWE these days. AEW, yeah. I turn that shit on in front of anyone, and it's not that embarrassing of a show. Wrestling naturally is a little over the top and a little, you know, out there, but it doesn't have to be embarrassing. And that's how AEW is. It's it's a little over the top as it should be, but it's fun and it, you can yeah. get casuals into it. WWE, on the other hand, they alienate any kind of potential for new viewers. They just do. Yeah. So. Well, then they, they always take a good idea and then end up changing it. Look at uh, uh, Enzo and Cass. Enzo and Cass were great in NXT. And, and then they got the initial push in the beginning. And then all of a sudden, they oh, you're holding me up. And they break them apart. And they always do that to tag teams. They break up great tag teams all the time. You know what? Another uh, potentially good tag team there could have been was the Ascension. You remember them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were great. And then, and then they were doing this gimmick where they were talking shit on past tag teams and legendary tag teams. And then just a couple of months after they got released, uh, the Dudley boys came back. It's like, God damn it. You could have had a program with the Ascension and the Dudley boys. Yeah. And you could have gave them that rub and, and got the Ascension um, big-time players on Monday Night Raw, but nope, God forbid. No, they shit all over the Ascension because remember when they had that segment where uh, the NWO came down and they were, like, dissing on the NWO how old they are, and then they uh, – who was it? Um, Bradshaw. I mean, that was a cool segment where Bradshaw got up and did the, uh, the clothesline from hell, but – Mm -hmm. uh, ba basically, they buried them right in that one segment with uh, um, when they brought um, oh God Farouk back with uh, with uh, Bradshaw. They buried them right there. Yeah, the APA. Yeah. Um, and that and that's the thing. WWE is so focused and so like obsessed with nostalgia. That's the you know that's all they want to do. But what are they going to do in another fifteen to twenty years when? They have to, you know what I mean? That you can't, you won't be able to do that because here now, in the now, you're burying your current talent by all the yeah. nostalgic acts. Yeah, you can't, you can't keep bringing Goldberg back for 15 years. I mean, that's the thing. Like you, uh, you, you build up Bray Wyatt's fiend character as a monster because he was a horror movie monster. You make him unstoppable. Do you remember that? Uh, was it 2018 Hell in a Cell match between Seth Rollins and the Fiend? He hit him with everything. Yep. Everything. And the only reason the match was stopped because the referee stopped it because Seth Rollins was supposedly about to kill him. You, yeah. you go from that to Goldberg spearing him in under a minute and beating him. What the yep. fuck? What the fuck? I just, I mean, I, speaking of Goldberg, I mean, this whole SummerSlam, I think this is the first SummerSlam. I'm, di I'm very disappointed in the card. It's just, I didn't even um, watch it. No, it's uh, next week. It's John Cena versus they brought John Cena back to versus Roman Reigns, and if Roman can't beat John Cena, he's leaving the WWE. That's what he said. SummerSlam was tonight. Oh, was it tonight? Yes. <laughs> I, they used to always have them on Sundays. Yeah, that was no NXT takeovers tomorrow night on Sunday. Oh, oh okay. So they were, uh, yeah, they didn't want to clash with that, but. I don't know uh, why. I don't know why they switched it, but yeah, SummerSlam was tonight for some reason. And then it was supposed to be Goldberg versus uh, whoever's going to drop to him. Yeah. God damn it! 
I can't believe it, man. I like I never in all my teenage years and early adulthood never thought that WWE would get like this. Because back then in the early two thousands, WWE was one of the coolest fucking shows you could watch as a teenager, adult, middle aged person, whatever. Oh, uh, Goldberg versus Lashley. That's what it was. Oh, big deal. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna wrap this up in here in the next couple of minutes, so me and Mike can get back to our uh, bullshit show. Um. So, uh, All Out, I want to talk about this one last thing. Are you planning on watching the All Out pay-per-view? Uh, what station would it be on? Is it, is it on pay-per-view, or do they, yeah. do, they have a network, do they have a network like Peacock? No, 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 no. It's just going to be on either traditional pay-per-view, and uh, there for a while it was on Bleacher Report. But that's my whole point. The, the BR Live app shut down, and now I'm tr- I'm struggling to find out how I can even watch it because I don't have traditional cable anymore. Yeah. So I don't know. My friend was talking about us going to a theater here in Canton. They're, they're doing the whole closed circuit thing, and um, you know they're showing their pay-per-views in theaters, which that would be fucking awesome to, to do. That's but, what WWE's doing, too. Oh, they doing that, too? Yep. Oh, wow. I didn't even fucking know that. I've, I've, I've never gotten a chance to watch a wrestling event in a movie theater. I think that's going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait for that shit. Yeah, with that with that background surround sound. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially when CM Punk's music hits. Anyway, we could go on and on forever uh, about this. Ladies and gentlemen, Crossing the Streams with Rob and Cody. It's official. That's the name of our show. We are tuned into our show. It's going to be launching here maybe in about a month-ish or so. The end of September, early October is when we are shooting for trying to get the first episode up. It's going to be just basically how this was. We're going to be talking wrestling. We're going to be talking about maybe a couple of horror movies that we chose to watch to talk about. We're going to be talking about Friday the 13th. We're also going to be talking a lot about uh, the projects that Rob is involved with so we can get a little bit more eyeballs on that. Um, I'll be pushing my GoFundMe probably a lot more. Who knows? And um, that's it. Uh, en- enjoy what we got coming to you, Rob. I'm looking forward to doing crossing we'll, the street with you. And we'll we'll be laughing at your other co-host. Yeah, we'll be laughing at our producer, the tech guy, Mike Sankovich, who's going to come back in here, and we're going to go back to bullshit tales from the cribs. Anyway, Rob, thank you so much for joining us. Um, if you want, you can hang on, uh, and you can stick with us and talk with us with Mike. Uh, it's up to you, Mike. Get back tell, in. tell Mike, he can push me into the bottom now. Yeah. Push him into the bottom. It's back to our show, Mike. Wait, no, there wait. We go. Yeah. You're at the bottom on my screen, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't push you there. That's just what happened when. Okay. I added myself. Okay. okay. My video is still coming up. Although, yes, I do. Uh, okay. I do like that. I do like that title. I love it. I love, I love it. it. Good job. Crossing the streams with Rob and Cody. Fucking perfect. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. I, I, uh, actually, I was trying to think of a, like a show art type thing for you guys. So I might try to work yeah. on that in the next few days let's, or so. Maybe let's do like a Ghostbusters parody type of uh, artwork where it's my face. I was, yeah, I was thinking of that. And then I was oh. thinking about having like a wall of like the different streaming services listen, behind you or something. Yes, yes, yes. But listen, perfect idea here. If you research a cartoon show called Extreme Ghostbusters, there was a Ghostbuster in that show that was disabled and in a wheelchair. Really? 
So you could find a picture of him and then just put my face of one of my pictures on his body. And I then that's, do that. that's easy as fuck. And then, uh, yeah, you, we, we could just put Rob on, put Rob on the girl body. <laughs> <laughs> that would be something. Be no, yeah. No, none of those girls from the uh, girl Ghostbuster movie though, please. Yeah, no, no. But Kylie is the only female Ghostbuster that's respectable. That and when Janine and the real Ghostbuster uh, strapped on a pack a couple of times. Yeah, or you could just get, or, or you could do the Rick Moranis. Remember when Rick Moranis tried to dress up as a Ghostbuster? You can you can do me the, yes. the Rick Moranis, yeah the Rick Moranis body there. Yeah, yeah, or that. But anyway, but the, the point is, is that the idea of doing the, that name that opens up some great possibilities for artwork for our show. So. Yeah. I love it. I'm super excited for it now. But anyway, that, ladies and gentlemen, that was a quick little preview of the uh, upcoming show with me and Rob. And uh, thanks for bearing witnessing that and bearing through it. And now we're going to get back to Tales from the Crips. So, Mike, what is it that we have to talk about tonight? Uh, um, hold, hold on a second, because you talked about Rick Moranis dressing up as, as a Ghostbuster. I have to get this off my chest just because you 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 started a thing in my head and i have to do it now uh oh it's you meow 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 okay because yeah, i got the glasses and then what he gets on the bus and slimer's driving the bus yeah you know what if i don't know if this is possible for you or to anyone to do we could take that scene Put Rob's face on Rick Moranis' body, and then put a wild look of my face on Slimer's body in the in the bus. <laughs> and then it makes sense because I'm inviting him on to the bus to let's go go do our show. That would be a good like an ad or something I could do. Yeah. And just get in, loser. We're gonna start a new podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, dude, this opens yeah, up all kinds boy. of possibilities. Yeah. Oh, well, no, it definitely stream. does. That's the, that's the whole thing. <laughs> Let's cross those streams. If there's something strange on your favorite podcast, who are you going to call? Robin Cody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done with this shit for now. Oh. I, I, oh my god, I might have to pay somebody to do that, like, professional. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you see, you got, uh, Mike's, you got Mike's brain working now. No, I, 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 it's a phenomenal idea. It is. And then, like, people see the words crossing the streams with Robin Cody. As long as we keep with Robin Cody in there, because I know there's a, also a, a podcast called Crossing. Yeah, and that's why I said to do the Robin Cody, because there's another one that's called crossing the streams that I remembered as soon as I thought of that. I'm like, how can we make different, different, different Robin Cody? Okay, good. That's yeah, good. I, I think as long as we have with Robin Cody, I don't think we'll have any problems. Well, is, so. that, what, is that podcast called Cross the Streams or is it Crossing the Streams? Um, because whatever yeah. it is, we might want to slightly alter ours so it's a little bit different. I don't know. It doesn't really matter to me. I'm, uh, I'm, 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 uh, let's see. Crossing. <clears throat> Stream. If this takes you too long, me and Robert are just going to go back into wrestling talk. So hurry up. Um, 
It says, Crossing the Streams, a mixtape throwdown for a digital age. Crossing the Streams is a podcast about pairing classic songs with modern music. Every Monday, Aaron and Brent will choose three songs each. And that's not the that's not the podcast I was thinking then. And you know what? Then the other one, the Ghostbusters one, might be just called Cross the Streams. Cross the Streams podcast or something like that. I think we'll be good. We can call it Crossing the Streams with Rob and Cody. I think it'll yeah. have a, a good enough identity for us. I think so. Oh, yeah. Or if, the, if, or if we do Crossing Streams. Crossing Streams is the one that you're thinking about where they talk about um it's a uh each week about a rotating cast of top voices to talk about streaming tv current and past hmm. and that's crossing streams so hmm. crossing the streams is uh, is is good then it seems like it as long as we uh, as long as we keep the Rob and Cody thing, we should be, uh, yeah, we'll be fine. We should be okay. We'll be fine. With, yeah. Cause that, that's part of the title crossing the streams with Rob and Cody. I, it, what the fuck? It's not that, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I don't think so. And if yeah. anybody has a problem with it, they can go fucking scratch. Hey, remember, remember the commercial that the Ghostbusters did? Maybe we can do like a commercial type thing too. <laughs> Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? <laughs> yeah, we dude. I, I'm telling you, we we could take the parodiness of of this idea of, to the moon, and we could make all kinds of weird content for it. You could. It's it's possible. Mike, I see you getting tired. You about ready to fall asleep, you old bitch? No, well, I'm not old here. Are you a lot older than you are in those pictures in the intro? That's for goddamn sure. Oh, yeah, that that is true. What's Rob doing down there, posing? Could be. Oh, every couple of minutes, and they, guys, look at my Friday taste chart that I got off of Google. It's, it's, it's glamour shots. Rob, I sure hope that you paid with PayPal, not your credit card. PayPal. Okay, good. You're a smart man. Anyway, anyway let's get into some subjects on Tales from the Crips before we sign off for the night. Yeah, Mike, I'll be right I'm grabbing a Gaviscon. Give me one second. You're oh, grabbing God. a what? Gaviscon. Gaviscon. It's for heartburn, yes. Oh, okay. All right, old man. I didn't take them until like just a few months ago. And they really help. That's good. So, yeah. I'll I pretend to so. give a shit about your health. Yeah. Oh, we don't want me to die. No, I don't want you to die. Nope. No, in all seriousness, I don't want nothing to happen to you. God damn, you're my friend. I'd be very upset. Yeah, um, I, yeah I, people would be upset, yes. Maybe. Um, but anyway, so back to what I was thinking. Now, we did have a guest scheduled. Originally, this week's show was going to be pre-recorded. Now, I'm not going to name drop on this show like I would do on Rabbit and Red about uh, Mr. Uh, Sean Phillips is a bad man. Still don't contribute to his crowdfunding campaigns because he's an asshole. But um, 
but on on our 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 show, uh, we were going to have a guest this past Thursday. We were going to do the show Thursday and record it, and then it was going to air tonight. But um, we had some issues. There were technical issues. I can't say for sure if they were my end or her end. Um, but uh, she will not be joining us on a future show because um, I believe uh, some a risk. Yeah, just come out and say it because her mommy banned her from uh, getting coming on to the show. Right. Yeah, she's yeah. probably not going to listen. So yeah, yeah. No, I don't even like hey, listen. Uh, you, uh, since we're not allowed to name you, um, I, I, I feel bad for what you've gone through. Uh, but uh, don't feel sorry for yourself. Don't let your mama pamper your ass over it. Come on to our show and talk about it. That's that's the whole point of this show. For the voice for the disabled voiceless, come on to our show and talk about your situation. It'll make you feel good. Change your mind in the near future. I'll, I'll come out and say it. I don't care. And and that was well. Now see, you got the balls on this show as opposed to me on Rabbit and Red dropping everybody's name under the sun. But um, yeah. the, the my thing is, do you feel that parents of disabled children? kind of like shelter them or treat them different or hold them back? Do you think that yes. they're the problem? Yes. 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 Um, and throughout my life, my parents have a bunch of times inadvertently been the problem in my life. Um, mm. A lot of it is that, you know, there's no rule book and no handbook instructions on how to be a parent to a disabled kid. You know, everyone just expects their kids going to be born healthy and, and happy and everything's going to be normal. So um, when you're a parent to a disabled kid, no matter mm. if that kid is a kid, teenager, or even an adult, it's like, it's like the parents can never get past the kid phase in a weird kind of way. They always want to continue to, um, you know, try to kind of like pat them on the head and, and pamper them and, and also use them for, cause you know, disabled people have guaranteed money. You know, a lot of us are still on SSI. A lot of us still get food stamps because those of us who are disabled usually can't work. Um, you know, I, I've got no problem talking about that. I'm in a situation still where my father still lives with me. I'm in my mid thirties for fuck's sake. And my 65 year old father still lives in this house. And, but he doesn't do much financial help. You know, I'm lucky to get a hundred dollars a month from him. And that's only because he watches traditional cable still. And I told, tell him all the time, like, you can't, I'm not going to keep cable if you're not going to pay for it. You know, if, if you're not going to pay for it, I'm getting rid of it. Right. Um, and unfortunately he's at that age group where you can't introduce him to new technology, like a Roku and freeze apps. That's man. It, that brings my piss to a boil when I sit there and think about how there's all this free content. And that's the thing. The only channels he's watching on cable is like Turner Classic Movies and, you know, a TBS and, uh, you know, FX and all of these fucking channels that are playing the get same. Those with your, you can get those with your with your uh, sling a clown. A clown? My yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't I, did I say that on the episode that didn't you make You said that on the episode. No, it's it's. No, you said that a while back on an episode. You were talking about your 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 account, this link account. But instead of saying account, you said a clown. 
Okay. Clown so it just sticks okay. in my head. Yes. Yeah, so well, as far as the, as far as the sling a clown goes, as uh, there we go. <laughs> that's not that's my that's not my a clown. It's my friend's a clown, and she has to say so. So I'd have to. I look this November. I already got to call her up and ask her to uh, subscribe to Showtime for a couple of months so I could watch the new Dexter series. I already got to deal with that. So I, I can't. You know, I can't be all like, "Hey, can uh, you, you know?" Yeah. You, you, well, see. You would have had that problem solved, but <clears throat> are you gonna get into the whole like, well, piracy is better than giving money to the producer? No, Mike, I'm not gonna, not gonna debate with you like that on my show. I, I don't support piracy. I may support um, paying for sex, but I don't support piracy. Well, let's just say I support paying for any kind of content or entertainment that I want. That's disappointing. Look at Chenda Rob. God damn. All that money Rob just showed, most of that's going to be in my GoFundMe account here pretty soon. <laughs> Look at that fucking bankroll. I want that fucking bankroll. It's not that big. It's, it, I just folded it up to make it look bigger. I think that was, what, $60 I just seen? 80 80 oh, I was close. Yeah, but I rolled it up to make it look like a, like a bankroll. Yeah. Hey, speaking of which, fucking... speaking of which, on a serious note, Rob, don't ever feel pressure to to donate to my GoFundMe, please. You know, I hey, I don't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something. I I, I help a lot of people, and Ooh. not one person I ever I I don't even want you to ever say thank you. Honestly, I do it because I, that's the just this kind of person I am. I, okay. I feel I feel like this is how this is my philosophy. When we're all dead and buried. All the money that we've ever made, all the uh, posters, T-shirts, cars, houses—they can't come with us. So that, that beautiful Friday the Thirteenth shirt you're wearing right now yeah, can't go. Yeah, no, that can't come with me. So, if I could help somebody out while I'm still here, uh, that's I don't. I, that's all I want to do. Really, that's. Uh, well, I appreciate it, man. Um, I just wanted you to know. I just wanted to make sure you understood. I I don't want you to feel pressured, like. Every time, whenever you come on to the show, I don't want you to feel like, well, I got to drop another 20 and Cody. Don't, don't do that. Just, yeah, no, no. You know, just share. If you want to share my GoFundMe every once in a while, that's great. You know, and, and if once in a great while you want to drop a few bucks in, like it always helps. But right, this, I, you know, I'm going to tell you the kind of person I am. Before I came home, I stopped at uh, our local uh, convenience store and I was waiting in line. And this lady right before me, she thought she had money on her uh, food stamp card. And she had, you know, a couple kids with her. It was like milk and cereal. It wasn't that much. So, like, I looked at, I, I, I whispered to the next clerk. I'm like, how much, my, how much is her account? It's like 12 bucks. So I was like, ma'am, I got this. And I just, I just swiped my card. That's, that's who I am. That I, I don't want thank yous. I, if anybody ever wants to pay me back, the best, best way to pay me back is to help somebody else next time. That's the best way. Can't promise you I'll do that, but okay, I'll keep that in mind. No, like even if you're an open ear, even if you're an open ear for somebody, that's still helping somebody. Yeah. So. Um, did you find her attractive at all? Uh, a little bit, but she was t a little too young for me, so. Uh, you'll never hear me say stuff like that as long as we're talking <laughs> about I Well, see, I, I'm more of a MILF guy. I like the MILF, so. Good for you. How old did she look to you? Maybe 26, 27. That would have yeah, got my they, they, fucking dick card. 
There, there's 18-year-old milk, however you look at it. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> they, uh, otherwise... Well, 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 if they look like a MILF, they're probably doing a lot, a lot of drugs. <laughs> when I was when I was in seventh grade, I, I I shit you not, there was a girl in my class, and she was in well, she was in a few of my classes that sat next to me in one of the, and she was fucking pregnant, literally fucking pregnant, and this Gross. is when I was in seventh grade. She could barely sit in the fucking desk as the school year went on she got bigger it well, was like that it was like the burden yeah but it was like the burden was growing bigger inside of her it was yeah I, 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 she's hey. probably dead now i don't know i wonder can i say something on that what, what we were talking about parents of uh disabled children no yeah yeah go ahead <laughs> yeah, <please do. laughs> no i i just feel like I feel like the parents don't want the kids to actually grow up. I, I don't yes. think they want that. They don't want to have the, a mind of their own. They want to be self-controlling a lot because they feel like, well, they were born with a disability and I don't think that their mind could ever grow to have uh, a mind of their own. And I, I believe that instead of letting them try, they keep them, like you said, sheltered so much that they don't let the, their uh, minds develop. That's a good point. Um, it's it's um, <clears throat> disabled people come off as forever dependents, and I think that parents go that first eighteen years and they get so used to uh, having a dependent as a kid that yeah, there's really no difference. And when you become an adult as a disabled person, there's no difference really. Um, yeah. I didn't start getting the respect, actual respect from either one of my parents until I started paying all the bills in my house. Uh, only then did my parents start treating me a little bit different. Um, and that's really just because they have more of the, their own money to do with it. Uh, and that's pretty much just get drugs with it. You know, I'm, you know, I'm not afraid to say it. <clears throat> but uh, I have another friend, actually Mike Thompson, who has been a guest on our show. He's another perfect example. His... Uh, his, I, his mom still treats him as if he's a child, and he don't deserve that. He uh, he's probably makes more uh, mature decisions in that house than his mom and her boyfriend do. Um, I would assume. Yeah. So, and I, I I've talked to him plenty of times uh, about his uh, frustrations with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, and again, as a disabled man, I, again, I'm I'm in my mid thirties and. I, I just so badly want to live in my own home alone or maybe with a friend. You know, you don't want to be around your parents all the time in, in your 40s. You just don't. Or 30s, 30s or 40s. I was thinking about you, Mike, for a second. but Yeah, uh, exactly. But you, know how, but you know how it is, too, because you have to take care of your mother in your 40s. Yes. And that has got to be emotionally defeating because, like, you don't want to not help her, but you don't want to be stuck in that situation either. I, I, well, and I'll be honest, and I've, I've, I've said it before, and a lot of times it, it's, it's joking, but I've said, you know, um, when you die, it will most likely be one of the happiest days of my life. And that's only because at that point, I will, in some sense, get my life back, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You've told her that before? Yes. Damn, Mike. 
You're well, an ass. Well, no. We'll, we'll have to. We'll. we'll there'll, there'll have to be another episode where I'll have to explain the whole. Uh, um, actually, September first will be a year ago where there was the big blow up and I moved out for like two months. Oh yeah. I'd love to get, cause I didn't, I forgot about that. So yeah, next episode, let's talk about your private life, your personal yeah, life. We'll, uh, we'll have to get into that. Yeah. Sure. On the yep. next episode of tales from the crypts, Michael J's private life and private parts. And yeah, uh, we'll, nobody, uh, nobody wants, nobody wants those private parts. No, no, no women. Hey, hey Mike, 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 can I, Mike, can I tell you this? What's that? I, I, I really have so much respect for you for what you do, taking care of your mother like that. I really do. Um, I, I went through a similar thing with taking care of my wife, uh, who was, you know, because of her stroke, and it was the hardest two and a half life, two and a half years of my life ever. Two and a half lifetimes. So, Yes, I mean it. Probably felt like that, honestly, Rob. I'm sure, yeah. and not that, yeah. not that you know. And I'm, I'm sure. Believe me, I know that that's tough. And I mean, you know, I've been uh, basically primary. We're going on because my what? My dad died in 2013. So pretty much since about December of 2013 to now, I've been basically the primary. Uh, Wow, you know, wow, man. How did how did your dad die, Mike? Uh, he was backing into the driveway, coming home from work, and uh, it's like you can see in our in our old house when somebody like backs in the driveway or pulls in the driveway, the lights, like the backup lights or the headlights, will shine up through the fucking front door, like the window in the front door, so you can see when somebody's backing up. So around five o'clock on December second, two thousand thirteen, when he would come home from work because he came home around five o'clock, I noticed the lights. You know, he was backing up into the driveway, and the next thing you know, it's like five minutes, and the backup lights are still on, and I'm like, "That's weird. Something's going on," and this is. My mom was an amputee at this point, but she was still, you know, able to get around. Um, she used the scooter and everything because um, this was before the stroke. She didn't have the stroke till like 2019 was her first one. But um, so I went out of the house and he's in the car slumped over the cars in reverse and his foot one foot is on the gas and the other foot is on the brake. So I ended up, um, a friend of mine was walking up the street and I'm like panicking because I don't know what's going on. Um, so he basically comes, he has to break the window. Um, basically, um, get, my dad's foot like off the thing so he could you know kind of turn it off the ambulance you know i called 911 they sent the ambulance they got him out and you know they took him to the hospital they pronounced him dead at the hospital at like 655 but he died in that car there's, there's no question 
Uh, we never had uh, the autopsy done to check, but it was either a, it was either a, like a, a massive heart attack or like a stroke or something that he just, he was like just dead in that car. And, uh, you think, you think your mama poisoned him? No, I don't think so. Okay. Because, it, yeah, because at that point she, she wasn't really doing the cooking. So it was more so. Oh. My brother did it at that point. So. Okay, but I don't. I don't think he did it either. And the funny, the the funny thing was, was that um, he had a, um, an a cardiologist appointment or a stress test that was scheduled for. He died on. It was a Monday, December second that he died. He had a stress test, whatever, scheduled for that Wednesday, like a follow up appointment with his cardiologist. So two days wow. later, he would have had that. And, and the thing was, the appointment was originally supposed to be the week before that. But he canceled it because it was like close to Thanksgiving and he didn't want to go and get the thing done before Thanksgiving. So if he would have gotten it done, you know, a week prior, who knows? He still might be alive. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Were you close with your father? Nope. He's gone. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Crossing the Streams with Rob and Cody. We just got done talking about yeah. We just got done talking about the death of Michael J's father, and what better note to uh, go back to our show? <laughs> God damn! What the fuck? He was probably reaching for some tissues you know and actually took him. You know what? Out. That's what. That's funny that you asked him that question. I was th- I was saying thinking the same question when you said that. Which one about his about, mom? Uh, no, about how uh, was he close with his dad? Oh. I was thinking about. Yeah, no one would have asked him the the poisoning question like other than me. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably, probably just you. Yeah, that's okay. That's my gimmick. That's my shtick. But uh, yeah, hopefully Mike will be coming back in uh, the show anytime now, and uh, we'll get back to the main show. Well, but, we, uh, we 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 can carry on tales from the crypt for now. Yeah. Um, fuck, I'm crippled. You're honorary crippled tonight. Uh, yep. Give us a little dar, Rob. Give us a dar. Uh, yeah, there you go. See, you're, you're what's crippled that? now. I thought that was, um, what's it, Sloth from uh, <laughs> the Goonies. Oh, yeah. Hey, you guys. <laughs> um. <laughs> But to, to elaborate a little bit more while we're waiting for Mike to come back in, uh, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest burdens uh, to disable people is um, their own pa- their own parents. Yeah. Um, I, I think, think that's, lot- I think I think that's the biggest disability that they have is uh, the uh, parents holding them back. Yeah, I definitely agree. I'm with sorry, that. guys. I don't know what the fuck happened. You uh, were we were, ca- we were carrying on the show without you. You were. Oh, I, I didn't. I can tell that. I don't know what the fuck happened. You were right. I know what happened. I know what happened. You were reaching for some tissues because mm-hmm. you were missing your dad. No. And you had you accidentally no. hit the, the 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 leave studio button, and uh, that's what you more, maybe you accidentally on purpose because you didn't want all of our viewers to see you crying like a little bitch. No. Oh. Oh. Come on. You know I cry at fucking everything, so that wouldn't ma- that wouldn't bother me if I cried or not. But no. I mean, I've I've, I've come to terms with it. And the, the funny thing is, like. We had our moments where 
you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the best and we would argue or not get along. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was, it was really funny because when, um, Rabbit and Red initially started with me and Vince back in like 2010 and fucking, I was getting guests like around like 2010, 2011. And I started like really getting people, um, that was at like the one point that I actually felt that he was really like uh, proud of something that I was doing, I guess. And not that I was getting paid for it. And I still don't fucking really make anything. For it. I actually, I'm not making anything for it at this point, but you know, it, it's just, um, it felt good in a sense to be validated from him. I guess I'll say that, but, um, do you feel that part of the reason that you went on this long with podcasting is kind of, you know, to, and your dad's spirit to kind of continue to make him proud? Well, see, see, I can't, I can't, I can't say that it was that it was just podcasting because there was also, you know, that that horror show that I used to do with Vince back in the day. I think I. The episodes are all online now that we did, or basically the majority of them are, I think. And um, seeing that was one thing that really fucking got me. Because as much as we didn't get along, um, he used to work as like a small engine mechanic in like a, a, a machine shop. And he had like this big fucking toolbox. So the fucking one thing, I had Horlick bumper stickers made that said, have you had your Horlick today? And that was like a big fucking thing that we ran. That was like a slogan for the show back in the fucking day. So after he died, obviously they had to get his toolbox and all that stuff and bring it back to the house because he couldn't keep it there. Obviously fucking wouldn't you know it. They brought home and I've never fucking, <laughs> they brought home a fucking toolbox. And it had one of those fucking Horlick stickers on it. And I'm, I shit you not, dude. I fucking, at the funeral, I didn't cry. At the fucking gravesite, I didn't cry. But fucking when they brought that fucking toolbox home, and he had that fucking sticker on it, I fucking lost it. Are you going to cry right now? <laughs> It's okay. Well, I am a little bit. Yeah, no, it's fine. Go I ahead. I am a little bit. No, no, dude, I, don't no I, I, find, I find that I find that story actually fascinating. That, that he uh, he was that proud to actually have that sticker on the box. Yeah, that's great. And yeah, I think and that's, it's great. and that's like a zen. You know, that's fucking that just got me. Yeah. And fuck, even you know, holy and like I said, I didn't fucking, I didn't get worked up, dude. I was at the fucking viewing you know, before the funeral, and I fucking walked up to the casket, and I looked at him lying there in the casket. I did not cry. I didn't cry at the fucking funeral mass. I didn't do that. But as soon as the fucking toolbox came home, I saw that fucking sticker. I fucking lost it. I really did. And I was, you know, and it's weird, because even thinking about it before, it never fucking hit me. But, like, just tonight, for whatever reason... You know, and he's been dead for fucking going to be eight years. And it just fucking hit me. And it's weird. He's been dead um, almost as long as CM Punk's been gone. Yeah. Really? Anyway. 
Sorry. Well, I didn't know. I wouldn't know that. That was, that oh, was yeah, seven years. Oh, uh, yeah. Almost. He's been gone. Al- uh, oh, yeah. Almost. Yeah, yeah. He was almost eight years. He was gone from wrestling for seven years. Seven plus yeah. years. He Before left the- early 2014. Oh. He left. Why? <laughs> did you not listen to anything that me and Rob was talking about on our segment? No, I did. But I did. But you were talking like gibberish stuff that I didn't understand. And I was. Sitting there worrying about getting the 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 he, he basically was that with Cody and Rob up on the show, up on the they, they basically on the thing. basically Vince McMahon was running him ragged where he was so sick that he actually had to uh, kind of walk away and he was he was fired on his wedding day right, mm-hmm. and so yeah right. yeah but I mean he was killing he, he was killing his body. You know, mostly for the fans, obviously. He probably could, could give two shits for what Vince thought. But. So yeah, he, he was, was legit fired then. He didn't quit, so to speak. He was actually well, fired. I think, didn't he, like, kind of walk out on creative plans and then he was off TV for a few weeks and then they fired him? Is that how yeah. it went? Yep. On, uh, either on his wedding day or the day before his wedding day. It was one of those two days uh, yeah. when he married, when he married uh, AJ Lee. And then, Mike, you got to understand, the smart wrestling fans for the last seven-plus years are, are were yeah. so upset that this would happen that literally almost on a, like a bi-weekly basis, every single week or every other week for the last seven years, the fans would chant CM Punk just out of nowhere during a segment that they didn't like or something that was boring or something. That's yeah. how it happened. So what's where uh, if, was if, he during that seven years? What? Uh, he did ultimate so fighting for a little he? bit. Oh, UFC shit. Yeah, but that didn't go very well for him. No, no. And then um, if you remember, AJ Lee, his well, his now wife, stayed with the company for a little bit. But basically, they were shitting all over her every time they could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they definitely were. No more. It's something else. <laughs> Corporation like that is so immature. Yeah. But anyway, we ain't talking about wrestling. This is right now. We did that earlier. Mike, one last question. Move on to another subject. Um, If you could choose of either having your dad back alive or having having Donald Pleasance back alive as your father, which would you choose? Yes. Donald Pleasance. <laughs> I do. I, I something told me that Donald Pleasance was going to win that contest. God damn. Um, okay, Michael. Bob, okay, now do you want to? You know, you know the fucked. Up, I'll tell you the fucked up thing. I cried, and this is this is fucked up. I cried more when I found out Donald Pleasance died than when my own father died. That wow. is fucked up. Yeah, that's wild. Hey, but think about and this. If Donald Pleasant was your dad. Go ahead. And I cried more when Donald Pleasant died than when my grandfather died. When both my grandfathers died, I still cried more when Donald died. And I still continue to cry thinking of Donald being dead. And even when I think of my grandparents being dead, my grandfathers being dead, or my father being dead, I really don't cry. But Donald, I can fucking break down, like I literally do. 
Well, Mike, just to let you know, Donald Pleasant is dead, and he ain't never coming back. Ah! <laughs> is he gonna cry? Is he gonna cry, Ralph? <laughs> well, th- well, think about it. If Donald Pleasant was your dad, he, he you could be the new Michael. Michael, and and I already I already fit because you know that's the name. It's the big character he's chasing, so. Michael? Oh, my God. Mike, let's close the show yeah. with maybe one more subject and let's wrap it the fuck up. Is it, what else? Did, did we have one more okay. subject we wanted to talk about tonight? Um, or was no, that? Well, I, think we ta- I think we talked about everything at that point. All right, thank the fuck Christ. Cause I look, really think we did. What a train wreck episode this was. Uh, well, except crossing, except so. crossing the streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah that segment that was probably the best. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was the best segment on the point. show. That's the only and good people got to see me. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, and people got to see me uh, cry a little bit in in, in reference to my. Uh, Dad, they've never seen that before. I was just gonna so, say, is this first time go. in Michael J. podcasting history you cried on the sh- on a show? Oh no, I've um no, I've cried about Donald before several times uh, on Rabbit and Red. Uh, yeah, there's been a few times because Vince knows how to like just get me going, and he can just do it, and he used to do it just to make me fucking start crying because I would do the laugh cry. And just, you know. so, so I, on next week's episode, we're gonna bring Vince on now, and get just to get you to cry. <laughs> oh, believe me, he can do it too. He's he's fucking yeah. you know, like like John, you know, Rhodes. He thinks he can do it, but he can't do it like Vince can do it. Vince can fucking do it to the point where I am like fucking like obliterated, you know. Wow, dude! I yeah, we gotta get Vince on one of our episodes just so I can see you like blubbering, crying. The laugh cry. Yeah, he really fucking. Oh, he really just he doesn't, dude. It got to the point where I was like fucking laughing and crying so hard that I couldn't even see fucking in front of me. And then when you finally came to, you just saw an image of Donald right in front of you. I wish because then that means that I'd be, you know, crossing over with, you know, him. Would you would you be crossing the streams with Donald? Possibly. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, everyone, thank you so much for joining us on this very interesting episode of Tales from the Cribs. It was a little bit more of a serious episode, I think, this time, which is, we talked about this before. We should definitely do this every once in a while. Um, There's nothing wrong with having off-the-wall, crazy, offensive humor, which I love to do, but uh, why not have us humanized from time to time on our own show once in a while, right? So, yes. Yeah. Rob, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we hey, we did come up with our name for our show on on yes. the air. So that's- I am Father Mahoney, the future host of Crossing the Streams with Rob and Cody. You mean you mean co-host? Host. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I'm the I'm the co-host. No. That's fine. <laughs> right, how about how, how about we do this? We switch places every. T- 
I'll be the host, and next week you can be the host, and then back and forth. Well, I, I actually love that idea because did you know when me and Mike originally, um, yeah, <laughs> there you go. I'm at the bottom now. <laughs> Started at the bottom, and now we here. We um, here. Yeah, we here. Uh, we did here. you know? When uh, me and Mike did a little bit of a run on Shutter Showdown, that's how we did it. We uh, each episode we just swapped it back and forth. One episode I would open up and be like the main host, and then another episode he would open up and be kind of more the main host. So yeah, I like that idea. Why not? It kind of gives us both the same level of importance, I think. Yeah. No. I mean, I, 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 honestly, I wouldn't care if I was co-host, but. but. It, I, I, as long as it, it's Rob and Cody, I think that that it, that just rolls off the tongue way better than Cody and Rob. Yeah, as I, long as my as long as my name gets to be first, you can be host. There we go. We just we just compensated. RC Cola. What? Oh, RC Cola. RC Cola. That's what like Rob and Cody. RC Cola. Yep. Oh wow. Well, I think we'll we should probably sign off tonight before we come up with any more stupid shit. <laughs> all this. No, RC Cola's the fucking soda, you dingbat. I know that, but it's it's stupid, Mike. Come on, dude. That that you didn't. I used to fucking drink it. So what? I loved it. Is, uh, everything that you're into, people are Robin love. It's Robin Cody Cola. No, it's real Crown Cola, but still. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> thank you everyone for joining <laughs> us on Tales from the Crips. I have been Cripple Cody. Father Mahoney joined us tonight, and the crybaby Michael J was our mic co-host uh, for tonight, as always on Tales from the Crips. Mike, maybe we'll get you to flat out ball your eyes out next week. Yeah, I think I like that idea. Oh, before we sign out, um, no promises, but on next week's next weekend's episode, we should have a guest with us, and it's uh, probably going to be one of my closest friends uh, this time around. Um, so hope, look forward to that. Um, and yeah, so hopefully next week's episode will have a, different, a little bit of a different flavor uh, uh, to that episode. So, uh, gentlemen, any last words, any last thoughts before we sign off? Well, hold on. We love you a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and I could, uh, if I could just say real quick, uh, visit me, go fund me. Hmm? Yes, Mike, Mike, scroll that real fast. Irish, Irish, Irish. Give me pot of gold. Give me pot of gold and me go fund me. There it is. It's there it is. Uh, GoFundMe.com slash F slash help Cody out. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it? Y'all know what I mean? Y'all know what I mean? F is for fuck. What? You know, what is the F in there for? Because whenever I type that link out myself, I could just do gofundme.com slash help Cody out. I don't even have to add the F and then it just goes to the right link. But I think it adds. Maybe, maybe that's for oh, all the women. Fuck, fuck, fuck help Cody. Fuck Cody and his GoFundMe, right? No, no, the girls want it. It's for the girls. Fuck oh. Cody. Uh. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's, a, that, that's their donation. They get to fuck you. Man, that's the, that's a perk. That's a <laughs> that's a perk. That's a level sixty nine uh, perk right there. You get the fuck level me. 69. <laughs> All right. Now, do you, now do you count sixty nine like a blowjob? Yes, I love sixty nine. Are we really gonna get into that again? The end of the <laughs> no, I love sixty nine. 
I do. I wonder if it's possible to have like a situation where you could be getting blown while you're eating an anus. I mean, that sounds a little difficult, but I I, I don't know. I think we have to try that sometime. You know, I, um, me and you? <laughs> no, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do that. That's what you just said. Dude, I almost fucking no, fell I... off the bed. <laughs> no, I meant, I meant you. Well, Have you just said we. You just said yeah, we. Well, I meant... Rob, did no, he I not mean, say wanna... we? He said we. I mean, I, mean, I want to see the result of it, but I don't want to be involved. It's more like, oh, tune in next week. Tell us from the cribs. We're going to 69. <laughs> Look at anuses. No. Oh my, a anus sixty nine. Oh my god, I'm so <laughs> imagine if sixty nine point five. Your, dude, she could be eating your ass. You could be eating her. It's like the eating of the anus coming together. Now that would be yes, sixty nine. Hmm. Track sixty nine point five. Sixty nine and a third. Uh, 69.3. You can figure this out after the show's over, okay? We'll, we'll just end it on that <laughs> note. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Join us next week, 10.35 p.m. on Saturday night. We will be back with you. Maybe a taped show, maybe live. We'll see about that. And uh, hopefully we'll have new subjects and another guest to uh, have on there with us. Rob, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank Goodbye, you. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Here, here it comes. Bye. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes. The flags go up. Churning and burning. They yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns Their prowess is potent and secretly stern As they speed through the finish, the flags go down The fans get up and they get out of town The arena is empty, except for one man Still driving and striving as fast as he can The sun has gone down and the moon has come up And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns He's going the distance He's going for speed She's all alone All alone in a time of need Because he's racing and racing And plotting the course He's fighting and riding and riding on his horse He's going the distance He cannot define Bowel-shaking earthquakes of doubt and remorse Assail him, impale him with monster truck force In his mind he's still driving, still making the grade She's hoping in time that her memories will fade Cause he's racing and pacing and plotting the course He's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse The sun has gone down and the moon has come up And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's striving and driving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns He's going the distance He's going for speed She's all alone All alone, all alone in a time of need
Land Slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.